0: What's up you guys, Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful.com here. We got a couple of big weekends, especially if you're into the crossover aspect that we do so well. You know, wrestling is our bread and butter, uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush about that, but we covered that crossover pretty damn well, and this is a good weekend for that. We got Smackdown tonight, but tomorrow there is a huge boxing fight, uh, Joshua and Ruiz too, and then the absolute trash fire. Alberto Del Rio against Tito Ortiz. I cannot wait to, like, read a eulogy tomorrow night. It is insane. Plus, a UFC show, Jaya Rosenstruck, hot new heavyweight on the scene, facing Alistair Overeem. Stay tuned for that. But before I get into next week's craziness, Warren, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. I uh, recovered
2: from a uh, slight illness yesterday. Where uh, Here's a pro tip for, for you all. If you leave your ice cream out on the <laughs> counter for a full night and you wake up the next morning and you see your ice cream, and you're like, damn, that was stupid. Don't close it up and put it back in your freezer only to eat it again later on that day because you won't feel well the next day because it's dairy. <laughs> That's This is just one of the things that you have to learn by yourself, Sean. You just – this is uh, something I'm going to carry.
0: Oh, dude, I'm, I'm constantly doing stuff like that and figuring out little things that, that I've done that, that were ill-advised. But uh you all watching this show is not ill-advised. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. If you are watching this after the fact or even during the fact, leave a comment in the comment board below. That stuff helps us. Let's YouTube know that they should recommend us since they've uh, really screwed us on that end of late. But you can also send a super chat if you're watching live at youtube.com slash Fightful. It'll get your question or statement read on the air. Young Bibby says, do you feel she wasn't so injury prone? Alexa Bliss could be what Becky Lynch is today. Where has Carmella been? Uh, Warren, I don't think that Alexa Bliss could be what Becky Lynch is because I don't think it's all there in the ring. And I have my problems with uh, some of Becky's offense. But I think Becky is, is a great combination and Alexa is perfect for what she is i don't think she should be becky lynch i think she should be alexa bliss who is quite frankly one of the most successful women wrestlers in the history of wrestling at this point
2: i think you took the words right out of my mouth there's no reason why she should want to be becky lynch when she's so good at being alexa bliss essentially she's a fantastic character who's developed on her own uh and is she that injury prone i don't know Uh, I think that, uh, I think, you know, whatever time they give her in the ring, she always enjoys it. She put a microphone in front of, uh, in front of her mouth and she, uh, she spins gold every time. Uh, I don't see why she'd want to be anything else.
0: Three-time women's champion on Raw, two-time women's champion on SmackDown. Quite honestly, I remember when that SmackDown division came together in 2016 and people were like, wow, kind of thin. How are they going to make this work? And... Look at the gold that was spun out of that. Alexa Bliss took the bull and, by the horns. And she won the title off of who, Sean? Hell I Nikki can't Wich. remember. Oh yeah, Wich. there you go. Tag team title run with Nikki Cross, and so, I loved that build. I loved it. I, I love their team. I think that what Becky or what Alexa Bliss is doing is fantastic. She's a really versatile performer. She can go babyface, heel. She can work singles. She can work tags. She can be a host. She could be a GM if she wanted to be. She can do a lot of different things. Aaron Jay's fan says, "What a waste of dog food!" <laughs> like that ending. Yeah. Uh, so people who are longtime viewers of this show know that I feed our dog next door, who is never off his chain. So daily I go over and feed it and I, I was watching that like, man, little, little Snoop Doge, as we call him, could really, uh, use that food. A, a true waste, Warren.
2: Oh, well, you know, um, it's, you know, it, to be completely transparent. I mean, it's not as if it's premium rib that they're serving dogs either. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of, waste in a certain way what they serve dog food in those cans, what they serve dogs in those cans, you know. You Joseph, know.
0: Joseph Farley says, Why did I know this whole Corbin Rains thing would end up in the dumpening? Might as well have put the Taco Bell logo on those cans and gotten some more money. It's practically the same consistency. <laughs> I don't know wh- Like, what meat they grind together to make this crap, but...
2: I gotta tell you, as you know, I've had Taco Bell for the first time this year, and I was very much forewarned by you amongst other people, Sean, about the the, the meat. I'm gonna tell you, I enjoyed it. Suffered no no, uh, bowel uh, symptoms afterwards. Unlike eating ice cream that was left out on the counter and then refreezing it. That's a whole other story, though.
0: You could... You could put up wallpaper with the stuff they sell as meat. like It's just a paste, man. It's hideous. Hideous, bro. Guys, reminder, FightfulSelect.com, that is our premium service this week. I answered over 120 questions on our uh, Q&A show. Have the Weekender podcast with Steven Jensen. Got a lot of news breaking over there all the time. Go over there, FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way you can support us. Maybe you got that ad blocker on. You know what? Just shell out $5 a month. Get lots of cool stuff, and it's sent straight to you as well. Eventually, we're going to integrate that into the site, and it'll be a very, very cool uh, cool method in which we do that. But uh, for now, head over to FightfulSelect.com. It's a good time. Do you think SmackDown was a good time tonight, Alex? Or, I'm used to calling, I'm used to saying, take your time. Alex, take your time. Alex.
2: Fine. I'm yeah. here
0: all evening. That's For three right. years, uh, I was, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alex, what do you think of the show, Alex? You know what? It sucked, Sean. Hi. It was <laughs> terrible.
2: No, actually, it'd be like, well, here's the thing. That's how you, that's how, mm, here's the thing. That's how you start doing your Alex. Yeah. Sure. Well,
0: here's the thing, Sean. <laughs> and if Alex- Ember Moon were in this match, <laughs> they should have had Ember Moon eat the dog food.
2: Where's she Buddy the... Murphy, Sean? Um, actually, I, I I liked the show tonight. I think it was a big uptick mm-hmm. from the past offerings over the past couple of weeks. I enjoyed it. This is the the most fun I've enjoyed watching SmackDown since uh,
0: that night NXT took over. Thought it was a lot of fun tonight. DJ Cass says, "I'm sorry, but the fact that Corbin versus Reigns is your top program for SmackDown shows." They have nothing better for Roman. I agree. Like, if this were Corbin coming off the King of the Ring, well, that's fine. But he's been treated like an absolute dork Mm -hmm. since then by everybody that matters, from The Rock to Becky Lynch to just everybody. He's been treated like a nerd.
2: Yep. Um, And uh, everything he's been doing recently is just uh, outrageously corny. And I think we'll talk about it when we get to that segment there. Because we were off on to a very, very good start with the whole Roman beatdown tonight. And then it took a bit of a turn. Uh, And this, in my opinion, despite the fact that I feel, and we've talked about it before, that we feel that it's odd that WWE doesn't have anything more creative for Roman to do. Yet at the same time, I feel like he's being booked really, really well in the sense that the audience is behind him. Mm-hmm. They don't have to draw, drown out the booze. They're not pushing him down our throats. We're like, how will how will Roman overcome these odds? We know that's always Roman Reigns' story. Corey Graves alluded it tonight. Says, all oh, once again, Reigns overcomes the odds. But yes, that's his gimmick. That's his thing. But we're enjoying it because they're letting they're letting Roman be a little more Romanish as opposed to being this invincible stoic glaring dude they're letting him be more of his thing and I think that's very appealing it'd be just nice if they gave him something really interesting to sink his teeth into
0: but otherwise they're doing a real good job so the Miz comes out he is playing either Connie Chung or Elliot Stabler I can't figure out which one because he is getting to the bottom of this story Why does he give a shit? Well, because he cares. That's what he said. No, he doesn't though. He's never cared about the men or cared about Daniel Bryan.
2: Well, he said, hang on. He said in his promo, he doesn't like, they don't like each other. They're not friends, but he cares. Is he a reporter now or does, is he a, is he a goddamn fighter, Warren? Look, I think this is something Sean Rossap. That has to do with fatherhood. And maybe it's something you're never going to understand. Probably John. not. Probably that, not. That, that connection, that bond of, that you have between fathers, family men. Well, I can't. Who are just trying to work make, and earn a living for their families and trying to protect them from harm. I can't ah. make
0: jokes about fighting kids anymore. My wife got a job as a teacher, so. <laughs> she specifically well, made that request.
2: Or I was going to say maybe it just opened you up to a whole no, pool of, com- well, of competitors.
0: I mean, we, we live in a very judgmental area. Obviously it's rural Kentucky, but I wanted to make like, like a fight Owens fight shirt that said fight every kid. <laughs> 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 and she said, please <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> I just got this job. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, the kid kid hating gimmick is on uh, or, or gag. I, I don't do gimmicks on our shows, but it's a gag, a running joke on the show. We're gonna put that on hold for a while. Uh, but yeah, Miz wants to get to the bottom of this. I don't think he made a great case for giving a shit though. Is the no, thing? I agree. I agree. But Bray Wyatt appears on the Titantron and Firefly Funhouse and says the Miz can play with him now. But The Miz isn't interested. Why? So The Miz is like, (laughs) nah, bro. Well, okay. What do you think of that?
2: Well, why would he? Why would he be interested? I mean, you know, other than than Bray putting up the title, why would Miz be like, nah, I'm not going to go play with you. Give me a little incentive. Give me a little extra something. You know, I mean, after all, you know, Miz is still Miz. Miz is still, he's a businessman. He has his own show and so on and so forth. Give him a little incentive to get into it. Of course you can make the argument that it doesn't quite, what's his incentive for trying to find Daniel Bryan? What's his end game in this? I'm actually thinking that maybe this whole feud, this Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt feud might actually lead us to Miz and Daniel Bryan with another feud again and maybe giving us the feud that we deserved last year and that we didn't get. Maybe that's the end game. Maybe Miz ultimately just he wants to one up Daniel Bryan, but uh I mean, you know, it's too early to tell and he's clearly in babyface mode right now, so maybe that's not what it is either.
0: Well, Wyatt is bummed out. The rabbit tells Miz to run away as fast as he can. I like this. I really love that. Uh Wyatt though, has a picture of Miz's family. Miz is seen backstage talking to Maurice on the phone. Says he's coming home right now. But Miz walks into a room and sees a photo of Wyatt with his family. Gets attacked and there's an announcement that Bray Wyatt will face the Miz. Now, uh, the setup, I'm about 50-50 on. The idea of Bray Wyatt facing the Miz, I am very interested in. Very interested in Warren, yes, um first of all i I really like look if I'm not a fan
2: of opening your wrestling show with anything less than a wrestling match i'm I'm just not so i'm it always starts with a strike for me. I thought the opening promo tonight, despite there being plot holes, was very well executed. It was short, was efficient, made us care, and why did it make us care, Sean, because Bray Wyatt is so damn good in his role he is he's able to play the the wide-eyed children's naive the the naive children's uh uh, tv show host personality and then delving while always delving into that little creepy side but sometimes subtly sometimes just really deeply into it with with those glares that he has but he's so perfect and it just draw it, it drew you in and when he pulled up the picture of the Miz, it's a tired of tro- uh, the Miz's family, excuse me. It's a tired trope in wrestling. Don't talk about my family. Hell, they even used it a little later, a little later on in the show. Or don't talk about my family. So it, it it's a trope, but it worked. And every and Miz, he can act. He can do his thing. So it they really played off of each other super well. I thought the opening segment worked really, really well. I I'm. Very interested to see where they're going to go with the Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt versus the Miz thing. I think it'll be great. You kidding me? I'd love to see Bray Wyatt wrestle in that cardigan he has. That'd be great. However, this is what once again WWE proves to us because they, remember they didn't announce that this was for the title, correct? And what have we been? What have we been saying for the past couple of weeks, Sean? Since Bray Wyatt won the title, why did they have him win the title? There's no reason to it. The Seth Rollins feud was about the t- was about the title for for a short while. Then it became about something else. Uh, now look at what's happening with da- what happened with Daniel Bryan. It's the exact same thing. The title was a prop in the story. Didn't need it because it was about mind games. It was about changing daniel bryan and now it's the same thing here with Miz. has nothing to do with the title it's about family it's about bray messing messing around with the Miz. this is kind of what we wanted in the first place with with the fiend and, and bray and bray why is to get um wants to get the uh allow him to go after superstars play with them toy with them be that predator type Without having the the constraints of a title. That, again, here, the title, the universal title, means nothing in this
0: context. Because it's all about something else. They've done this with both of their top prizes, too. To where they've effectively eliminated them from competition. And that's mm. weird. Something like this should be used to prop up a card. It's, it's very frustrating. Uh, Rob Wilkins says, I love tacos. AJ Styles getting title shot on Monday. What? Kinda I, interesting, but I would take Styles Mysterio feud. Sincerely, your TLC correspondent. Yeah, Rob Wilkins will be there. A great friend of the show. Uh, yeah, I, I would love Styles and Mysterio and I wouldn't mind Drew McIntyre thrown in there. I think that sure. they need a top contender match on this TLC show. There, there've got to be some stakes added because we're talking about the Universal Champion not being in a main match. In a title match. We're talking about the TLC match being Reigns and Corbin for what? Mm -hmm. What are they grabbing? Is it a can of dog food? Please let it be a can of dog food. (laughs) that they're grabbing. And the loser has to eat it. My God. DJ Cass says, what are your thoughts on Vince McMahon's new recent philosophy about not having pay-per-view match? Uh, Uh... or the pay-per-view card not being announced because it doesn't matter. I don't think that's his philosophy. I think that he thinks that everything matters. But I also think that he thinks, well, whatever we give them, they'll, they'll take. Type of thing. Uh, otherwise, a lot of the booking decisions just flat out cannot be explained. The man has been a genius for decades and decades and decades. But as far as, as uh, main storyline booking decisions go, he ain't it. That ain't it anymore there there have been very few things this year that WWE have done and I've been like man I can really sink my teeth into that the long played out nikki cross alexa bliss thing love that that's one of the very few things I'm sure there are more but what do you think about the late announcement of, of the card uh, warren
2: uh, it's either it's either that I'm I'm wondering if it's if it's uh fatigue from the survivor series stuff maybe That uh, just everyone is like, look, what do we do next? We're not quite sure. I think it's a testament of short-term planning uh, on WWE's part that they're not able to just uh, be able to go uh, two weeks before. uh, uh, That they were unable to secure a single match on Raw this Monday. Not a single solitary TLC match was secured, announced. Next week is the go-home show. Next week is literally the go-home show for Raw. And there's not a raw match that's been uh, that's been announced yet. So, uh, to me, it's just it's just another showing of WWE being being unable to plan properly.
0: I got a lot of people saying at least it's not a dog collar match. The thing is, I think that Roman and Baron Corman could put on a kick ass dog collar match.
2: And you, you, they're leaning so much into the, the, the dog stuff. I'm not I'm not ruling that out yet. Yeah, exactly. Quite
0: honestly, they should have done tables, ladders, and collars
2: yeah exactly and that still would have worked look at this genius here can you believe this doing their you? job for free i know why why haven't they hired you yet sean obviously you want a job with well, them
0: Well, i know how to do the camera cuts in the zooms that's for sure tim traver says i want to say hi warren hayes and sean just want to let you all know i got one son 32 going on 33 years old Tim, there's no way you've got a 33-year-old son. Come on, Tim. You're a young fella. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe he's at 32 going on 33. I was going to say, Tim's a young fella. There ain't no way he's got a 33-year-old <laughs> kid. Unless he was doing that thing a little too early, which hopefully... Literally too early. Yeah. yeah. Kiwi Rob says, not SmackDown-related. How much longer do you, have to, do you think we have to suffer through Lana, Bobby, and Rusev storyline? I think through the Rumble, at least. Yeah, they're definitely going for the long run. And then, then they'll have their big blow off in February, maybe. And then, then neither one will have anything to do at WrestleMania. Yep, there you go. That's my uh, prediction there. So, SmackDown did exist. We, we have more stuff to talk about from SmackDown. You all can check out my live blogs for those over at FightfulSelect.com. But Alexa Bliss defeated Mandy Rose. Uh, Jessica Carr is now a full-time WWE ref. This match was fine. I saw a lot of people saying, sloppy, sloppy. I didn't see sloppy. Um, it was laid out weird. The cameraman got in the ring to get the eyelash spot. Like, he either got in the ring or he, he slid the camera onto the mat, one or the other. Yeah. You do you do
2: what you can for the shot. You do absolutely everything you can for the shot. Um, I didn't think the match was sloppy. Far from it. Uh, and here's one one thing that here's one thing that I would enjoy in the future. Um, you know the whole Mandy Rose. Her gimmick is I'm prettier than you. I look better than you. You'll never be like me. Yeah, I can relate. It's all very interesting, but yeah. It, it, If it doesn't translate in the ring. Is it that interesting? If it doesn't translate in the ring, then it's really not interesting. Yes. If she does, if her thing now is like, look, look at how fake you have to be to be pretty. You know, if she starts doing this to the women, peeling the eyelashes off and doing, you know, exposing the trickery, you know, that goes behind uh, the women, her opponents, you know, trying to make themselves presentable, you know, if she starts doing that, I kind of dig that, you know, where she's like, I, this is how perfect I am. I don't need whatever she's using. I kind of dig that. Yeah. I think it might be c- because it translates physically in the ring into a gimmick, something that she can use every week. I'd be OK with that.
0: Yeah, I, I dig that. I like that aspect of it. Uh, I, I love the spot where Alexa hulks up and grabs her opponent by the throat. It's a very babyface spot, but she needs to use something besides that sto. Yep. Because for her to go from that look and and that aggressiveness to I'm gonna hit you with a back wheel trip and it's gonna be like eh, <laughs> not my thing. Like maybe if she like got some some velocity with it, but that just doesn't happen. It's Velocity's been off the air for years, Sean.
2: Alexa rolled, rolling up Mandy off of the pump knee was really nice. I thought she, that was a nice, nice thing. That the cross body that Nikki crossed it onto Sonya on the outside was really great and got the pop of the match as well. I, I, I thought this match was fine. Yeah, Didn't I did think it too. was sloppy. It was fine.
0: Yeah. Um, Twisted Bliss wins it after Nikki takes out Sonya. I thought it was just wait laid out a little bit weird. Yeah, but other than that, it, it was fine it was fine. Drake Maverick is backstage frustrated that Dana Brooke is going out with Batista. I mean, good on them for bringing this up because I mean, it it has legitimately been one of the more talked about things in wrestling over the last week or so. Do you think Dana's going to find out the answer?
2: I hope I hope not. Why? I'll tell you I'll tell you what this is one of the last great secrets in wrestling. It's one of the the last great kayfabe questions out there. I say let the mystery live on this. Ultimately, despite his awesome mentions, despite his multiple world championship runs, this is
0: Batista's true legacy true. to the world of professional That's wrestling. It's a good point. It's a good point. So Elias shows up and sings a song about banging Drake Maverick's wife because that's another storyline that we need, which he quickly says, no, I didn't. But now I'm going to fight him. But, like, it's beaten over the head. Mm-hmm. I swear it's it's as
2: if Vince McMahon discovered the word cuck last year. It's, I, seriously, that's that's the only answer – that someone started showing him Twitter and the exchanges that happened there, and there's like cuck cuck what's a cuck pal and, oh, well you know it's when this uh, and ah, we should we should do that in wrestling that'll be that'll be great it'll be funny they didn't want to give me the incest angle they'll give me the cuck angles for sure.
0: just wait until uh he starts doing uh hot stepmother angles all over the place <laughs> it's it's coming. <laughs> It's coming, like six of them at the same time. Oh boy. So, Elias comes out, cause Drake wants to fight him, and good, Drake should want to. But then Elias spanks him and kicks him in the ass. Dana throws him back in the ring to eat a drift away, and they pretend Dana Brooke pins Drake Maverick, and the thing is, I want to see more of Dana Brooke because she's gotten better. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that, but this isn't really what I wanted to see.
2: No, that's not quite it yet. But the is—are we going to see Dana Brooke wrestle? Because this entire storyline has nothing to do with wrestling in and about itself. Like she's literally the prop here. Uh, obviously, they're using her to get baby to get Elias over as a babyface. Um, I. I don't know where they're going with this exactly. Like if the whole Batista and Dana Brooke um, date and flirting is legit, I hope those two crazy kids have a fantastic time. And honestly, I kind of hope that they have a fantastic time away from cameras. We really don't need we really don't need to see it and I hope they don't make a big thing out of it. It did it, it just sour the whole thing. Remember when Drake Maverick was fun, though, Sean. Remember when? Remember the twenty four seven title. Remember when that was fun? Remember when was it like, existed? That was like,
0: oh, you know, all the way back in July. And all, it, all it is that they they had this title belt to do creative stuff, but yeah. all they did was schoolboy pins and running from each other. That's it. And
2: but outside of the stuff that you know during that period where Drake Maverick had it and went on his honeymoon, that was glorious stuff right there. and this is what they're this this is what we're doing now and it's a shame. I mean good on good on Drake Maverick for for you know doing what he does and trying to make the most out of it. but it's 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 just terrible. And one last thing if Elias keeps white knighting for Batista like he's doing, I swear to God, Dana Brooke is going to go on a dinner date with someone else, if you know what I mean.
0: Demon Diva says, My nephew is stationed in Camp Lejeune, and they had such a blast with WWE today. He just returned from deployment. Loved seeing him have a blast. Demon Diva, great fan of the site. One of my first guests on the members-only show that we did back in the day. Uh, Yeah, tribute to the troops is great. I'm glad that they've stuck with it, even though they don't go overseas anymore. Uh, But, I mean, I guess you could say, they do a, a tribute to the troops every, every few months in Saudi Arabia, so to speak. Um, because reasons. I, I get the feeling one pays a little more than the other.
2: Oh, there's a good chance. A good chance. There's a fairly good chance that one is just significantly, just a, just a smidge.
0: Yeah. Uh, which I mean, that, that is kind of funny that they, they won't go overseas for tribute to the troops anymore. But they will go to Saudi Arabia. Well, they have troops there too. Saudi Arabian troops. Probably end up having a lot more there one day. Jamin Sito <laughs> Gomez says, Feel both Raw and SmackDown need to freshen up their rosters. They just had a draft. They just drafted poorly. Yeah. That's it. Zachary Ziram says, Sean's afraid to use the at button. We snitching. Yeah, if you tag Paul Heyman in a tweet to me, or a tweet that I did, uh, I'm probably going to block you because that's snitch tagging. And also, the guy follows me. He can see my tweets already. I block all snitch taggers. Fair warning. You'll get unblocked in my next round of unblockings in, like, 2021. <laughs> Aaron Jay's fan says, What do you do with the women's tag team titles? When's the last time they were defended? They're defended all the time, Warren. They're, they're pretty well taken care of.
2: Wasn't the match on Monday a title match? Wasn't wasn't Char- wasn't Charlotte Charlotte standing to win them all by herself? Seems no, I don't to me. No. no, it wasn't. No. Okay. No. Well, I mean, yeah, no, they've been defended but regularly. They, they were they defended were de- at Starcade. Yeah, and they were defended uh, they were defended on NXT and not that long ago. And they were uh, no, defended
0: on Raw in November. They were defended on NXT in October. Uh, mm-hmm. They were defended at Helena Cell, which is where the Kabuki Warriors won it. Ever since Oscar or since Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss have won the titles, they've been treated very good. I think yeah. honestly, it would not shock me to see a women's tag team title match at TLC, and I wish it were a TLC match. Yeah, that would be yeah, so that would be, be good. That'd
2: be That'd be would be good. That'd be
0: fantastic. Tim Travers said, "Go get Fightful Select." I want to support you all. Thank you, Tim. Myron Siren says, Sup champs, why doesn't Bray have Braun's photo hung up on his wall? Wishing you'll uh, have a very happy festive season. Love from Adelaide, Australia. Did Bray didn't beat up Braun, did he? At least maybe after the show on Starcade or something. But nobody saw that, right? I think it was a dark match, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a dark match. I believe so. so.
2: Dark matches don't count. Yeah, Live, live events don't count.
0: Reminder guys, donate a super chat if you're watching live, youtube.com slash fightful. Get your super chat in. We'll read your question or statement on the air. Yeehaw. So a top contender match next. And it honestly, it disappointed me a little bit. It was all right. It was fine. It was okay. But I don't know. It disappointed me a little bit. A little bit. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was just being pessimistic. Maybe I was just being pissy in my pants about it, Warren. Yeah. But no B team, no Rudin Ziggler. Shucks, man. Was not disappointed about that. I'll tell you that much. Uh Gable is great in the ring. Uh Ollie and Dorado did a goddamn floor routine, which was actually really good. Tucker Battering rammed Dorado into the other teams, and a compactor eliminates Lucha House Party. Heavy machinery are over, man. They're over. Let, let's, be, let's be honest with each other. Otis is over. That's a good point. Fair. Otis but is over. I'll say this. Tucker's doing what he can to help out the act. Tucker is great.
2: He's a great big man. He works really, really well, but, but Otis is over. And, you know, it, it, it's in these circumstances, you know, where I realize that I kind of want Otis and Big E to be best friends. Like, I want them— I want them in a table for three, but just be the two of them, you know, <laughs> because I think it'd be awesome. Like, if you've studied psychology, they, they are the ids of psychology. You know, you have the ego, the superego, and the ids, they are like the primal instincts. Of WWE they're they're like the ones that are constantly struggling uh with their base instincts you know sex and food and uh, hurting people that's who they are I think it's fantastic I want it I want to see more of Biggie and Otis together
0: yeah um New Day is out for commentary here and uh the Revival end up hanging in there and roll up Otis to eliminate heavy machinery but the baby faces, Ali and Shorty G, sent Revival over the table in a New Day, and New Day were not happy. We come back from a commercial. Gable hit a great German suplex on both opponents. That was so cool. But a naughty Shatter Machine finished this. Mm. It was filthy. Uh The thing is, I'll always like seeing the Revival. I'll always like seeing them in title matches. And I'm not going to hate on seeing them against New Day. It's just we have seen this so much.
2: But then again, Sean, they're not building any tag teams. Like, you know, I honestly, I thought Heavy Machinery was going to win this one. I was convinced yeah. that, okay, this is where we're going to get TLC. Again, I'm with you. I'm pleasantly surprised that the revival is there, but I really thought that they were going to give a little more shine to Heavy Machinery here. There was no way in hell that Lucha House Party was going to come out, uh, come out of this one. But then, like you said, other than that, who is it? Ziggler and Rude? Uh, sure. Recent Raw champions, but ugh. and the B team, like they, they're just not building other tag teams. And you know the the tag team division and the especially the Raw women's division is pretty much in the same boat, where they have a bunch of contenders, they have titles, they have protected teams, but they don't have anyone that can come up and fill the blanks. Then and they sort of always book themselves into these corners where it's like, okay, well what do we do now kind of thing like, we don't know what to do so i mean i understand i understand your frustration with the match with the you know with the contenders and the and the ultimate outcome because we because we've seen it often but then again like w- w- what's the other plan other yeah that, than- that, that,
0: that's the thing like i love new day i love the revival i will enjoy the match i'm sure but the thing is we saw revival versus new day on november 15th smackdown we saw it on the November 8th SmackDown. Uh, we saw a Crown Jewel match that had both the teams in it mm-hmm. a week before that. Um, I'm pretty sure mid-October we had a big eight-man tag with both teams in it. Uh, I know that the revival were a part of the New Day storyline with Randy Orton in September. They, mm-hmm. they wrestled at Clash of Champions in September. Uh, I know they wrestled on Raw in August. And I know they did another six-man tag with Orton and, New day in August. So we're it's like eight times over the last four months. Like I'm I'm ready for something different. Well
2: this is not different than anywhere else on the card as well. True. Look at what they're doing with Corbin and Reigns. Yeah. Uh since October, they have wrestled in the same ring six different times you had Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns uh defeating uh, Corbin and Shinsuke you had uh, you, you had uh, Ali Roman Reigns and Shorty G versus Cesaro King Corbin and Shinsuke then you had the Survivor Series match and you had another match with Corbin versus Reigns then you had Ziggler, Corbin and Rude versus Ali Roman and Shorty G so yeah. i mean it just it's it's a repetitive it's a repeating cycle that just happens throughout uh, throughout the the the, the card uh, throughout Um, throughout the booking in WWE and it baffles the imagination when you consider how much talent they have and how, how they could be rotating people in and out of these uh, in and out of these uh, uh, um, uh, situations out of these, in and out of these matches, but they don't, they always come back to these, to these same matches. So they never really do feel fresh. And then we get to this point where we're like, Oh, we're getting this again. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's their own undoing.
0: And I want to address a question or a statement that was made and they didn't send a super chat and I don't usually do that, but somebody huh? said, Oh, well, I should have put, or they should have put all the smack down or all the tag teams on one brand. No, that's a bad idea. And I've seen a bunch of people say that. Do you know how redundant it, it would get? Cause you're either, it's either all going to be singles matches or there's going to be a bunch of tag matches that they put on raw that you know don't mean shit because there's nothing to fight for. So that's not a good idea to just have the same kind of match over and over and over and over and over. That's that's just not good. And then that leaves a bunch more unused tag teams. Not great. Revival say that they're going to do what brought them to the dance: old school wrestling. Uh, they say new day is a disgrace, and then go back to their podcast. This felt like time filler to me.
2: Um, I I like this whole segment. This was one of the this was one of the most enjoyable segments for me on SmackDown over the past couple of weeks. I really dug the match. I thought it, I thought the final third with the um, with the two final teams was really really exciting and I liked I liked the Revival's promo because it was so on brand for them. But they have said it, it before. These these same guys and they're saying it again because Ugh. I kind of feel like they're on their, fail, their farewell tour, quite oh, I'm honestly. Sure, I'm
0: sure they are. So, I would be I would be shocked. Personally, mm-hmm. I would be shocked if the week after double or nothing, they weren't both there. And no, I agree. quite frankly, I don't know how much time was added to Dash's deal, but I get the feeling that when push comes to shove, it'll be right after double or nothing. That way they can't be at double or nothing, or at least one of them. But, uh, who knows? Maybe they'll debut in AEW as in a cult gimmick or something. Um, Lacey, Lacey Evans crushes a jobber. They went out, they being WWE, and found out, found like the one woman with a worse gimmick than Emmy Sakura. Like, they <laughs> yeah, were like, called- all right, Emmy Sakura puts on a mustache, carries a microphone, doesn't sing Freddie Mercury songs, but pretends she's Freddie Mercury. What can we do that's worse? Okay, a lion tamer gimmick, and she's going to wear that stuff in the ring.
2: See, I I saw the uh, the cover art to uh, Marillion's childhood, Childhood's End album. That's exactly what I thought. I made the relation right
0: there. Oh, it was bad. And so were her strikes. Holy crap, those were bad. And fortunately, Lacey Evans put this out of her misery with a, a KO punch. Sasha Banks runs down her nicknames, which was the majority of her promos. It's et cetera, et cetera. Because I'm the boss. I'm the blueprint. I've got blue hair. Okay, cool, man. I appreciate the fact that you've got all these nicknames. That's neat. Uh, Lacey Evans, however, I thought cut a really kick ass babyface promo. Uh, got that cheap pop for being a Marine. Good. Why not? And it came off so natural as a babyface. That's that's the thing.
2: And that's the, that's exactly the thing. She did not feel phony.
0: No, Sean. I'm waiting that... for her to fly in on a friggin' helicopter and body slam Yokozuna and take off on a bus across America. Like, it felt right. It, it just felt natural and the crowd you, reacted to it. Well, could you believe,
2: and to be fair, it started off a little iffy. You know, she, mm-hmm. she, she stumbled a bit when she was talking about her daughter, you know, and, but man, she, she picked it up. As the promo went along, when she started talking about her service and so on and so forth, can you believe it? Can you believe it? We're going to buy into
0: Lacey Evans as a babyface. And it's not that off-brand of what she does already because it it was a little self-congratulatory, her promo. Like it was a little of her patting herself on the back, and that's not that far of a deviation. And I like that, that like, okay, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to take up for – for the the things you said about me, not specifically you being an ass to all these people. She kept the nasties thing in there. I like that, too. Uh sure. Joseph, Joseph Farley says, give me Lacey coming into Mania on a Black Hawk chopper. Or give me death. Oh, Jesus. DJ Cass says, I miss the Uso so much. I I do, too. And God damn. I, the, bottom line is they got to get their life straight. They got to get their shit straight. That's all. And good on WWE not bringing back. I, I don't know the status of the Usos. I'm not going to pretend I do, but it's very clear some shit needed to change with those guys. And I respect them to the utmost as performers. They're one of my favorite tag teams to watch of all time. But WWE has not brought back Jeff Hardy yet because he's got a, he's sorting his shit out as we speak. And the Usos haven't been back either. So. Uh, Bailey and Sasha attack Lacey at the top of the ramp. Good. It, it further establishes the baby face aspect. Sure. I liked it. I liked the whole thing. Do how many people watching this show do you think thought that Dolph Ziggler was going to win this match? Uh, well, everyone who was under five years old probably yeah. did. Yeah.
2: Cause there was no way this was going to happen. <laughs>
0: There was a chin lock at 943 Eastern. You mean the main event chin lock? Yeah. And uh Jack the Jobber of Cultaholic said, this sounds like a pitchfork top 100 albums you've never heard of thing. And I said, I wish it was a wrestling spot I've never heard of. <laughs> I, I'm going to be explicit here, Warren. Sure. Ah, this is going to end up on Reddit. Fewer things get my penis softer than a chin lock at 943 Eastern. I concur. Fortunately, Blue Chew is here to help. Whether you're working a chin lock or a dick lock, Blue Chew is going to unlock your potential. Same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but they're a little bit more effective than that chin lock. Gets a a little bit more of a pop, if you know what I'm saying. Brings the crowd to your feet, If, if you're into that type of thing, if you're performing for a crowd. This is better than the other guys, because... You still got to get prescribed, but you get prescribed online, so you don't have to go to the pharmacy. You don't have to – you don't or you don't have to go to the doctor, rather, in person at least. You don't have to call up the doctor, set up your appointment, drive there, wait. There's always a wait. Go in there, do the con- consultation, have the weird conversation with your doc. Then you get the prescription. You got to go see that lady up at the front who's got to write the pre- – Let me phone this in, make sure they know at, at the pharmacy, then you gotta drive to the pharmacy. That doesn't happen with Blue Chew. Ship straight to your door, discrete package. It's a chewable, so it gets into your system a lot faster. A lot faster. So you'll be going from the lockup to the finish in whatever amount of time you want. Honestly, I, I, I gotta, I gotta just say it, there's a good chance That the lady in your life is going to say, listen, I need a rest hold right now. I need to slow it down. The bluechew.com code Fightful is just, it's doing it to me. And you can get it absolutely free, besides $5 shipping, when you use that code Fightful. Remember, take it anytime, day or night, it's ready when you are. 8 p.m. Eastern, 9.43 Eastern, 3 a.m. Eastern, bluechew.com code fightful legitimately hit them up on twitter let them know that you heard about them from us
2: Kristen says she's alerted reddit
0: already i'm not surprised people get mad at me over there for things that i say in the dms to trolls do you know that Mm-hmm. people get mad about that like like i'm supposed to be above zinging trolls no I'm sorry. I am a shit poster first. I'm a wrestling media member second. You can call me a journalist like 200 down that list. Whatever. I will not sacrifice my shit posting for the sake of professionalism. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. That's always how I I refuse to pretend like I am above anybody. I'm not doing that. Go ahead.
2: I'm no I'm gonna make sure, actually, if you want to add me into your will that your tombstone does say he shit posted as he lived.
0: Prolific shit poster Sean Ross Sap. That's that's how I would like to be known. <laughs> there you go. King Corbin comes out. Can you believe that? What? Cause I can't. Superman oh. punch, Ziggler kicks out. Two great performers in a match that I did not care about. Mm-hmm. Spear, Reigns wins. He then drive-by kicks a bunch of people in Corbin. Oh, my God. He booted one of those dorks in the nose, and it was yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, the, the the adjusted frame rate of the Fox show just made it somehow better because <laughs> I got to see this dude's nose just wobble around across his skull. Oh, it was fantastic. I love it. Uh, and the thing is, like, you just know that that kid's going back there and going, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And everybody likes Roman. Like, I've, I've been doing this a while now and I talk to a lot of people and I've not heard one person say, you know who's a bitch? That Roman Reigns. Nobody. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to like him. He kicked that dude in the nose so hard. <laughs> oh god so Reigns throws Corbin over the table but it's like 20 on one they handcuff Reigns to the post and beat him
2: I love that spot this this is this is the part here where I just before we go any further where I was like where I was telling telling myself this is what I want Baron Corbin to do this is exactly it just be vicious and nasty like you said earlier the guy who won the King of the Ring tournament, not the King of the Ring, the the guy who won the King of, of the Ring tournament was hungry. He was vicious. He wanted to win. Let's not forget, he won all his matches legitimately. He was even thrown into an illegitimate match that three that that triple threat at some point where he had all the reason in the world to be pissed off that he had to fight in the triple threat, and he won the damn tournament anyway. Another one. I was like, okay, this is good. No corny shit. He's coming out just to beat the tar out of Roman. Yeah. What a visual. Having Roman suspended, his his arms uh, raised above his head, and they're just wailing on him. I thought it was fantastic. But then, Sean, what happened after that, Sean?
0: Dog food.
2: How'd you feel about this? Uh, yeah. see, this is This is the thing. And this is, like, I didn't have a problem with, him being doused on dog food. I just thought it was corny. I was just like, just beat him up. You, look, WWE. We know you don't like the blood and guts. We get it. But you, we do know sometimes you sort of you sort of tweak the rule a little bit. You sort of just uh, it's once in a while you're like, oh, uh, you know what? Let's we'll just say that uh, we'll just say that it was a mistake. We and we'll apologize. This would have been a perfect moment. You kidding me? If you have um, you have Corbin just wailing uh, wailing on on Roman across the head with the scepter instead
0: of dousing him in dog food, which ultimately is just stupid and corny. I'd rather see just, Michael Cole doused in dog food. He's the one that says it all the damn time. Rain does yeah, exactly. I maybe I'm wrong, but I don't run around or hear him calling himself the big dog a lot. Like N- I, not as much this year. Okay, good because that that'd be stupid. Not oh. at la-
2: last year, last year, you know, when he was all in trying yeah. to get back at Lesnar, you know, it was like, "This is my after beating the, the Undertaker, the this yard. is my yard." I'm okay
0: with the yard thing. I'm all right but, with that.
2: But he'd refer to himself more often as the big dog here. And what I like about this scenario is that I, about the whole thing here with Roman is that Roman, you feel, is fighting for something because. He has, through Survivor Series, he has come across as the locker room leader. He has been, he did position himself as the guy everyone is behind. And they've talked about it before, but we actually saw him in action. He had people rally around him. He had, he did the, the inspirational speech to the locker room the week before or the, the SmackDown before Survivor Series. It, so you feel that he, he really doesn't like Baron Corbin. He just doesn't like him. He de- but he shouldn't care about the corny shit. He shouldn't have cared about the 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 dog mascot a few weeks ago, uh, or making fun of his entrance with the with the the yelps instead of manly barks. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. not what Roman Reigns should not concern himself with that kind of stuff. He battled leukemia. He fights for his family. He fights for the integrity of the locker room. These are things that we can. Truly get behind because that's what we expect from heroes, from leaders, from uh from, from people that we believe in. Not I'm gonna get you because you took my entrance and you you messed around with it in After Effects. I hate you. That that doesn't connect with me, it just doesn't work. And it would work twofold, tenfold, the uh, twenty-fold if Baron Corbin wasn't, as you said, a dork. If he was. The king of
0: Westeros,
2: like really, a, a Game of Thrones villain. It'd to be me, fantastic.
0: I mentioned that Baron Corbin has been taking a lot of Boss Man spots, from handcuffs to to wrestling moves. The thing is, Boss Man was an absolute bastard of a human being in sure. 1999, to the point to where he got so over as a heel. They're like, you know what? We're gonna put him in a title match against Big Show. Because he's cooking dogs and chaining people up and r- ruining funerals and making fun of people, they won't go that far with Baron Corbin. Because quite honestly, redone Big Boss Man is a hell of a gimmick for Baron Corbin, and I think he could pull it off. But Gosh. they won't let him pull it off. Is the thing.
2: how long? How long has he been doing the the the, the Boss Man spot around the yeah. uh, around the ring? I mean, it, he's tailor made for that, and he has the attitude to pull it off. But they just. Yeah. Oh, they always wanted to be snide, a little corny, and it bugs me. It really, really bugs me. But throughout it all, I feel like everything they're doing is right for Roman. It may not be the most creatively satisfying thing they've had him do, but as far as getting him over, keeping him over with the audience, I think they could be doing a lot worse. Yeah. But I still don't understand why not a single babyface came out to help him. Christ, man, he was overwhelmed by 12 guys and not one person came out to save their locker room leader. And that would go a long way as well to help us understand what he's fighting for if people are willing to fight for him as well. And then you could create other stories. Then you could have Dolph Ziggler fight, I don't know, Chad Gable, because Chad Gable wants to help protect uh, or be on Roman's side. So they could have a side feud, an arc next to it. It's I, I, just a bunch of wasted opportunities creatively uh, around the whole Corbin Reigns thing.
0: One of our Super Chats had asked about Carmella. She's still around. She's just, you know, worked Survivor Series and maybe did something tonight, I think, uh, off the show. Rob Wilkins says, I want the Revival to sign, re-sign, personal preference. I, I would love for them to resign if something if they, they treated the tag division like an attraction. The tag team titles should be something that can main event a Raw or SmackDown and support a pay-per-view. It really should. Speaking of uh, pay-per-view, next weekend, Ring of Honor Final Battle, which we were kind of saying off the air, might be the fifth biggest show of the weekend. Like, the SmackDown go-home show might be bigger. Nobody's talking about Final Battle. And I know that people in Ring of Honor, are, when I isolate this clip, are going to watch this and be like, oh Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, well, do that. Blame your company. It's not, not gotten any buzz. And the card isn't bad. You got Bully Ray versus Mark Haskins in a street fight. Who you got there, Warren? Bully Ray?
2: <laughs> I probably. Me too. I mean, you know, he's on, the, he's on
0: the booking committee, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hendry and Castle against Young and Woods. I got Henry and Castle here. Sure, and that might actually be a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Because I, I like Joe Henry and I love Dalton Castle. That could be a lot That's of a fun. Good, and yeah, I agree, Henry and Castle.
0: Good pairing. Uh, yeah. Maria Manik finally wrestling against Angelina Love. If this is anything but a squash match, it is promotional malpractice.
2: Yep. Yep. I completely concur. Why would you even have Angelina Love be able to
0: pull out a move here? Nah, 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 man. Ring of Honor just signed Dan Math he's facing jeff cobb if jeff cobb is signed beyond final battle then jeff cobb should win this match if he's not then dan math i guess but we're talking about a guy in his 40s this
2: is this is um there are two matches on the card which will be very very telling as to what is happening going forward and if i'm ring of honor i am there are two people that i'm desperately trying to hang on one of them is jeff cobb so yeah I mean, it will entirely depend what the situation is, but I mean, logic—just pure, pure logic. If you're, if you're a promoter, Sean, and you have Jeff Cobb on your pay per view, and you you make Jeff Cobb your star,
0: you make him win matches. That's just logic. Shane Taylor defending the ROH TV Championship against Dragon Lee. I think if if Shane Taylor has resigned, he is going to get a long long reign with this title uh what do you think yeah i concur i agree and
2: I, I i don't think it makes sense is dragon lee is dragon lee's not signed right like he's on an exchange if i'm not mistaken
0: i could be uh, wrong well no dragon lee is not in cmll anymore i think he he got oh booted he got booted that's right yeah.
2: that's right that's right so uh, yeah, yeah that's it. it again it'll depend on what they do with with shane taylor but this should be another fun match as well
0: Matt Taven versus Vincent. Unfortunately, it is not Soul Train Jones or Virgil. It is his former uh, former buddy in the kingdom. I think Vincent's winning this.
2: The, um, for all intents and purposes, the Taven experiment, the experiment has not worked out. Should we say
0: that? Yes. I think it's time to try something else. I, I do too. The Briscoes defend against Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. I like Lethal and Gresham here. Um I mean it's the Briscoes, they are they are Ring of Honor. If Ring of Honor loses them, I think Ring of Honor loses their identity. Mm-hmm. And uh the thing is they can lose the titles as many times as you want. Most of the people watching this didn't have a damn clue the Briscoes were champions. And if they win it back in 3 weeks, people will be like, "Oh, okay, the Briscoes are champions." No, I, I think agree. I think Lethal and Gresham win.
2: Yeah, but uh, it just freshened things up a bit. Uh, and uh, Lethal and Gresham is a great is a great pairing. They're two really fantastic guys. And I mean, if that if they're not ready to give Gresham singles uh, singles attention, might as well put a put him in a tag team and give them a give him a championship. I'm okay with this, like you said, the Briscoes are bulletproof.
0: It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The villain Enterprises duo of Marty Skrull and Flip Gordon against Bandito and Flamita. This one will be telling, too. Yeah. Uh, Marty Skrull's deal was up in November, but he signed, or he's at least there through Final Battle. Flip Gordon has said in the past that he'll probably go wherever Marty Skrull goes. And also told Chris Van Vliet that his contract is up sooner than people think. If... They are there long term. They are winning this match. If they're not, then Bandito and Flamita are gonna win this match.
2: It's just as simple as that. Yeah. And I tweeted this out earlier on this week. Uh if I'm Ring of Honor, I am doing everything in my power to hang on to Marty Skrull. Yeah. I am literally throwing. Everything at the at the guy to keep him. People were tweeting out, oh, but Marty should go to AEW. I'm not telling you what yeah, Marty exactly. should or should not do. I'm telling you what Ring of Honor should do. Yeah. Ring of Honor needs to keep the guy, and he needs to do they need to do whatever they can to hang on to him because right now he is he's he's been well, he he's Marty's girl. He's been hot for years. He's he's an indie darling. People love him, they want him to go to AEW. That's exactly what's going to happen if if they don't hang on to him, or maybe maybe New Japan America. I wouldn't count that out.
0: Yeah, uh, he's got a lot of options. Yeah, main event Roosh defends against PCO. I I could see PCO winning and then dropping it at the tapings right after. I I could see him doing a very short reign, kind of like a hey let's mm-hmm. let's capitalize off the name value that he has right now. I, I could see it happen.
2: I think I would try to continue to boost Roosh and give him a big win over a guy who is much, much larger than him. A guy who's supposed to be this Frankenstein, this zombie, impervious to everything. I think
0: it matters more for Roosh to get the win here than the opposite. It does. Uh, We will have coverage of that next weekend. Make sure you guys tune in. Warren, let the people know where they can find you.
2: YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes is where I do uh, my own show every Thursday evening where I recap the weekend stuff to that accord. Otherwise, I'm here every Wednesday for the Wednesday night recap as well as every Friday here as well.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Warren Hayes. If you want a more sour SmackDown review, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Alex Pawlowski does have his sour graps reviews of Raw and SmackDown every week. Thank you guys, leave us a thumbs up, leave us a comment, subscribe, we're out.
1: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off,